your hands for that. Alright, beautiful. Beautiful. We'll talk to you. And I'd like to meet all of you who are here for the first time after service. Last week, and um, indeed it is there. Um, last week was the first Sunday of the month. By the way, our beautiful Reverend, Reverend Eugene Biney. Nobody plays a keyboard like him in the world, I tell you. Such a wonderful resident pastor of the place. And um, we, have, we are happy to have his wife here. So I'm so blessed to be home. It's just like home. I'm happy you're part of it. Yes. Sent his wife to the maternity ward three times. What? Let me hear understand. What a shock. What a shock. What a shock. Well, it's a blessing that I'm going to read. Last week, I told you I shared with you, actually, the first Sunday should always be neutral. Curse Sunday. I'm breaking the curse Sunday. And that's what I shared with you last week, and we had a wonderful time. I, I gave you definition of a curse and the reason why curses work and how curses will not work against your life. I thought someone would shout amen. So for the next, um, just 11 o'clock, for the next three and a half hours, I'm going to be sharing with you, what a shock, no worry, in the next 30 minutes, I'm going to share you something very, very important, all right, very important and I need you to stay attention and um, don't be chatting on your phone. You must only take your phone if it is truly that you have the Bible on it. Precious. Are you with me? Why are your friends? Are they here? Somewhere at the back. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Is Erica there? Where is Deborah? All right. Fantastic. And James, you are there. Isn't it? Yeah, you're surprised. You're the one I'm calling. And Daniel, you're there. And Matthew, you're also there. And you too, you are there. (laughs) Say, I'm also here. here. All right. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to start talking to you about how to be a strong Christian. Somebody say amen. amen. Now, it's important, Sharif, it's important that you become strong in whatever you are doing. Because if you are not strong, you will be intimidated by the devil. Right. Smile. Don't be too serious in church. Are you hungry? But you're not feeling so well. You're healed in Jesus' name. Right. Why is he, why is he, what's wrong with him? Something. Okay. Right. So, um, quickly... I'm talking to you how to be strong, and God will make you strong. Yeah. In boxing, we have uh, what was the lowest uh, is it paperweight or something? Featherweight and like feathers. And the heaviest boxers are the heavyweights. Hmm. Are you there? Bantamweight and heavyweight. One day I sat in a train in London, and there was a well-built man. And um, he looked very unpleasant as he was sitting, where, I mean, almost opposite me. And he, he looked a, a bit scruffy and dirty. His feet were dirty and all that. Then he put his legs on the chair where I was sitting. And the feet were quite dirty. And so when I saw, the, when he did that, I felt it is, it is, inappropriate. It is indecent. It is discourteous to put your dirty feet on a chair next to a person who is uh, um, decently, I was well dressed as usual. What a shock. Are you still there? 
And um, so I told him, gentlemen, hello, I hear some people talking upstairs. Please stop talking. I said, gentlemen, it's not right to put your feet here. And he looked at me with a callous look. Lincoln, are you there? He looked at me with a very unpleasant and very serious look. And I said, please, you move your feet. From, I mean, it's wrong for you to put on a chair where people are sitting. Then he looked at me again. And then he was wearing a T-shirt. He pulled out the T-shirt and I saw a huge knife in his, on his side. He just wanted me to see the knife. Then he covered it. I stopped asking him to put <laughs> Ask him to remove his feet. I remove my body. I said, I'm going to sit somewhere. Because I'm not ready to die now. I'm not ready to die now. When I saw the bigness of the knife and the way it is, I could see this knife is more than a butcher's knife. And when I looked at it and I remembered my wife and my four children, I said, no, 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 no. Instead of he removing his legs, I remove my, my body and find somewhere to sit. Because I felt that in that situation, he was stronger than I, and I was still ready for our fight. What a shock. Are you there? May God make you strong in the spirit. Come on, shout your loudest amen. In life, it matters how strong you are. And God will make you strong. Can I have an amen? And if you are going to be strong, in this world, eh, we are living in a world that is controlled by evil powers. And wickedness. And if you are feeble, you are you 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 are not strong in the spirit. The enemy will take you for granted. The reason why you are here today is for God to build your spirit up. Amen. I didn't hear you say amen. amen. You cannot be tossed to and fro all the time. Nobody can take you for granted again. After this series. God will make you, God will empower you. Amen. Receive power from the most high God. Amen. Lift your hand and say, I receive it. I receive it. And you lift your right hand and say, I receive it. I receive God will make you powerful. Amen. God will make you strong. Amen. The enemy will be afraid of you. Amen. Some of you, when you have a dream and you see two lizards dancing on your dining table, you cannot sleep again. Hey! You call <laughs> Then the village people have come to town. You call Reverend Eugene. Reverend Eugene, I slept last night. I saw two lizards dancing on my, on my table. What does it mean? You can, but I tell you something. God will give you power over witchcraft and, and wizards. You will overcome in every area of your life. I didn't hear your loudest amen. So today I'm speaking to you on one very important subject. It's called the Holy Spirit. Someone said the Holy Spirit. So it's just an introduction to what I'm going to share with you because I believe that God is after you are saved. You need the power of the Holy Spirit in your life to be able to carry you on to the next level of your life. Say amen again. Turn your Bible with me to Luke chapter 11. Luke chapter 11 and from verse Number 9. Luke chapter 11, verse number 9. And I say unto you. Right? Okay. Luke 11 from verse number 9. And um, I wish it's on the screen so that we can all read together. Because some of you didn't bring Bibles. But I'm going to make sure everybody in this church have a Bible. No, I'm going to give you a Bible. You're going to have a Bible. Can you put it on the screen, please? Right? Luke chapter 11 and verse, from verse number 9. Okay, right. Region is going upstairs to make it work. He knows how to do everything. It's there now. Okay, can we all read together, all of you? Look, can we stand and read so that I know that you are in church? Can we all stand and read? Obviously, they can't see well. Is that it? Okay, sit down now. They say if you stand, you block other people's views. Shall we all go? Ready, go. Ask. Ask. 
the next verse verse 10 verse 10 I'm waiting for you ready go for everyone that asketh receive it and he that seeketh find it and to him that knocketh it shall be opened the next verse 11 if a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father will he a stone or if he asks a fish a serpent the next verse what a shock verse 13 How much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask Him? Amen. Now, this is a very this, these are the words of Jesus. He said, "Ask, and you shall, you shall receive." Amen. To seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Amen. And He says He goes on to explain to us. And he says, everyone that asks receives. May you receive answers to your prayers. And everyone that seeks finds. And anyone who knocks, it's open to him. Then he goes on to explain something. You know, he says here, I'm going to read from the, this, from the message Bible to you. Now listen carefully. He puts it in the message. is a very modern translation. He says that, don't bargain with God. Be direct. Ask for what you need. This is not a cat and mouse hide and seek game we are in. If your little boy asks for, ask for a serving of fish, do you scare him with a live snake on his plate? Hmm. If your little girl, Pastor Edward, asks for an egg, do you trick her with a spider? As bad as you are, Pastor Edward, the Bible says, as bad as you are. What a shock. Pastor Edward, as bad as you are. Forgive. Today is today. Pastor Edward, as bad as you are, you wouldn't think of such a thing. You are, a, you, you are at least decent to your own children. You don't, uh, and don't you think the father who conceived you in love will give the Holy Spirit when you ask him. Can I have an amen? amen? So you see, how many of you are parents? Can I see a wave of your hand? You're a parent. You have children, a child of children. Fantastic. Right. How many of you are, you are not parents, therefore you are a child. You have parents. Can I see your hand? You have parents. Me, I'm a parent and I have parents also. Okay, beautiful. Now the Bible is saying that if your son asks you for bread, you are not going to give your son a stone. If he asks you for a serpent, for, for a fish, you not give your, your daughter a serpent. You're not going to do that. You are not that color. You're not that wicked. You're not, you're not that um, sort of wicked person to scare your child away with such a, uh, with, with a serpent or a stone or any of these things or a spider. Now the Bible says that if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children. Amen? Amen. I'm blessed with three lovely boys and a little daughter. All my life, I don't remember they ever asking me for something and I give them something that is so scary. If I don't have, I don't have. But they cannot ask me for a fish and I'll give them serpents. First of all, I myself, I'm afraid of the serpent. So how can I catch it and give it to them? They cannot ask me for bread and I'll give them stone. If I don't have I don't have bread. I can go to Antangela and go and ask for bread. But otherwise, I don't have bread. But I'll not give them stone for bread. For bread. Bible says that if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children. Good luck. Know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will the Heavenly Father 
not give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him. Today, may God bless you with the good gifts. Amen. Your amen is very feeble. Abscess, are you hearing what I'm saying? God has good gifts, and the good gift that God is referring to, Bible is referring to us here, is the Holy Spirit. Let me show you one more scripture, and then we will be praying. Today, I want to pray with you. Say amen. amen. Look at John chapter 7 and verse 37 and 38 and 39. John chapter 7, verse 37, 38 and 39. Shall we all read on the screen? Ready to go. That great day of the feast. Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man first. Verse 38. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers. Of living water. Verse 39. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Amen. Amen. The Bible says that Jesus was speaking to them that they that believe in me, out of their belly shall flow rivers of living water. And the Bible says he was speaking concerning the Holy Spirit. I want to tell everybody in this church, very, listen very clearly. If you're a Christian, you're born again, what is going to make you, if you're going to be strong? You know, how many of you go to the gym or been to the gym before? They go, go to do exercise in the gym. Can I see your hand? You've been before. Fantastic. Peter. Where is Peter? We're sitting somewhere here. Now, you see, if you go to the gym... You go to build your muscles. You go to make yourself strong. You go to burn some fat. And all that so that you will be able to, as it were, beat anybody you meet if you like. And all that. Now the Bible is telling us here that they that believe in Christ out of their belly shall flow the Holy Spirit. You know, as you have living water, this is because the Holy Spirit. Now listen to me. If you are going to be a strong Christian, the first gift you need in your life is the Holy Spirit. You should have said amen. amen. I didn't hear amen at all. Amen. Hold your neighbor sitting by, hold the person's shoulder and shake him and ask him, I'm just checking whether you are awake. I'm just checking. Oh, hold the shake, shake, and stand. Oh, Lord, tell me, are you afraid? Shake her, ask her, are you awake? Are you awake? Hallelujah. I'm telling everybody here that the world in which we live, Without the Holy Spirit, you will not succeed in life. Without the power of the Holy Spirit inside of you, devils are going to destroy you. But the devil is a liar. I said, the devil is a liar. Are you still here? Today, I'm talking to you about the importance of the Holy Spirit. Can I have an amen? amen? How you need him in your life. You need to be baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit so that you can overcome devils and, and succeed in this life. Say amen. amen. Somebody's phone is wet. It's up there disturbing the service. Right. Good. So now quickly, I'm going to show you a few, a very, a, a few things that you need. Now, when the Holy Spirit comes into you, something important takes place. Look at Acts chapter 19. Acts chapter 19. The book of Acts is in the New Testament. All right. Verse 1, verse 2, verse 3. And it came to pass that while Apollos was, was uh, at Corinth, Paul, having uh, passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding 13 disciples. Verse 2. He said unto them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? So what it means is that after you believe, you need the Holy Spirit. Nobody said amen. amen. He met some believers there and he asked them, 
Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? How many of you have believed in Jesus Christ? How many of you are born again? Wow, fantastic, beautiful. Thank you. So the question that Paul asked, the question I'm asking you this morning. Have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? You know, because it's okay. You believe in Jesus. Very good. Because you believe in Jesus, your name is written in heaven. Because you believe in Jesus, your name is written in the book of life. Now the question is that now that you are walking on this earth, now that you're moving here as a student at UI or Poly or whatever you are and so on, you are not going to, you are not going to heaven yet. Jesus Christ, because you are believing in him, your name is written in heaven. You surely go to heaven. But while you are walking here, you need the power of Christ to be able to succeed. Can I have an amen? amen? Look, in these days, I'm told, in many universities, there are occult groups and cult groups and, and, and de- demonic groups that are empowering students and young people, giving primary school students, children, are getting them started. If you have a child, you have to pray for your child. I'm telling you. Because you don't know who he's going to meet and who is going to influence that child. And what cult is he going to find himself in? But I pray for every child. May God separate you from every evil in the name of Jesus. May no occultic power ever influence your child's life. May God protect and preserve every child. And may God keep you away. And I want to tell everybody here, never get yourself engaged and involved in some of these things. Because when you get involved, it will imprison you. And your end will be worse than your beginning. Can I talk to somebody here? Can I ask your neighbor, is a man talking to you directly? Is a man talking to you? I'm telling you, there's groups that invite people. I've been to university. I've been to, I was invested for five years. In our day, in our time, we didn't have some of these things at all. All we had was groups that people, uh, all sorts of, Sing all sorts of songs and profane songs and all sorts of, but not this type of evil, occult, and and calling on spirits and waking up in the night and doing all sorts of things. Mayor, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm not talking to anybody here. There are groups today. When you get yourself entangled in them, it will become a prison. You're, you are selling your soul to the, the group. I'm telling you. One day, some years ago, a certain young lady came to be prayed for at a, at a, a crusade, a, 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 a gospel campaign. And she had an amulet around her neck. So, as we prayed for her, the pastor said, can I take this off? And my father said, no, 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 don't touch it. Don't take this off her neck, around her, her neck, because she one day she was very ill. And we took her somewhere, and they helped her, and she got well, and they put this on her. And they said, the day we take it, she will die. So they prayed for her, rebuked the devil, and the person said, I'm going to take The person took it and opened the amulet. Do you know what was written inside it? Should I tell you? Should I tell you? Do you really want to know? On the thing around the girl's neck for the past three or four years, they've written in it, may the devil keep your soul until you are ready to die. That was what was given the girl and it was around her neck for almost four years. So she looked at physically she was healed. She looked, but then the sickness kept on coming back and forth. So at that place, it was when it was opened that it realized that she was actually carrying her death warrants. May the devil keep your soul until you are ready for hell. This is what she had around her. Now, I want to tell you something. In this world, there are evil powers and evil forces. In Nigeria, in Ghana, in all, all over Africa, all over the world. I've been to Switzerland, you know. You see, when you hear some of these very, very rich European countries, you think there's no occult and witchcraft. But you know, one day, while well, Switzerland went, they, 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 in fact, we found out that the headquarters of witchcraft is in Switzerland. Geneva. They're having conference, and that was the headquarters of witchcraft and wizardry. I'm telling you, it's a place where 
more people commit suicide in Israel than in Nigeria. They can stand on top floor. They can go to a, 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 a safety, I mean a safety floor and jump down. I've met, I've seen a man who was very wealthy, very prosperous, but who was doubling in occult so much. One day he killed his wife and killed himself. He had four children. I'm not talking to anybody here. How many of you are hearing what I'm saying? Don't take what Bible says that for every in that blood there's a spirit behind. You came to church to hear the word. I came to tell you that Paul, the Holy Spirit will overcome every power that the enemy brings against you. You will not fall prey to the devil's trap. You will not fall prey to the devil's agenda. You will not fall prey to the devil's activity. Shout your loudest amen. Are you still in church? I said, are you still in church? I'm telling everybody here, today is the time of the power of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you see, you're going to be strong. Stronger than you've ever imagined. God's going to make you strong. You will not take a regrettable step. You will not fall into any trap. You will jump over every wall. You will run through every troop. God will empower you in the name of Jesus. You will not be a failure. You will not be a disaster. You will not be a disappointment. The hand of God will rest upon you. The Holy Spirit will empower you. Say, I will overcome. Shout, I will overcome. I will not give up. I will not give in. I shall overcome. Clap your hands for the Lord, somebody. Are you still here? You need the power of the Holy Spirit. Shout, Amen. Amen. You need what? The power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God wants to break every joke in your life. So Jesus said that they that believe in me, out of their belly shall flow rivers of living water. Rivers of living water. Hmm. I've met all sorts of demonic people under demonic influences. I've met people that the enemy has messed up their lives. They were they, they, they started out as Christians. They gave their heart to Christ. But Paul is asking, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? It's good to believe. Believing will take you to heaven. But to walk in this earth, you need the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Are you there? Yes. Are, are there some more seats upstairs? There are some more seats upstairs. My friends who came, let them come. Where, where are they? Mayor and, 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 and guys, let, there are some chairs here. Let them come and sit. I want to see them. I want to see, their friend. I want to see them. They're too far. All right? Yeah. Here, 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 here. Let them sit quickly and then I continue. Today is a day of deliverance. Amen. Today is a day of empowerment. Shout amen. One chair here, one chair, one chair there. Okay. Beautiful. 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 Where's Lincoln? He didn't come today. He's coming. Fantastic. There are things in our lives that the enemy has planted. So for example, families where people don't do well. I'm, I told you, as in last week or so, a, a brother told me that his family, nobody crosses 49. His father died when he was 49. So when he was approaching 49, he was scared. You will live and not die. Amen. And you will live and not die. Sometimes when you start off well, life is getting along well. You meet Christ. You have friends. You start coming to church. And suddenly, something comes into your life. You discover that the desire for serving God leaves you. I had a friend in school. We used to be together. We used to play the keyboard. His name was Frank. And then we used to be in a little group and all that. And we're all born again Christians. I don't know what happened. I don't know. One day we went for holidays. When we came back, my young man, my best friend, Frank, he said he was not interested in church again. He was not interested in coming to play the keyboard again. He was not interested at all. You know, the, the devil wants to take the desire to serve God out of you. So some of them, instead of coming to church, he wants you to be sleeping. 
He wants you to, to be, to be, to have a hangover. Because Saturday night, you have been watching movies and all that. So Sunday morning, it's a bother. It's like, I want to take it easy. It's the plan of the devil. But the devil is when you come to church, the power of God will enter you and you will overcome. You are going to walk out of here with the power of God in your life. Are you here? Your Lord a shout. Are you still here? David, are you hearing me? I'm telling you, it's the plan of the enemy. The problem, I don't, you see, oh, so they will, so they will say, oh, yeah, the water is not running, so I don't have water to bath. I'm, I'm rest. I can't go to church on Sunday morning. But if you don't have water to bath, you still go for lettuce. Why can't you not come to church? Oh, I don't have shoes. Why don't you wear your slippers to come? Anything the devil would like to do to stop you from coming to church, he will do it. But from today, he's a failure. I said, the devil is a failure. Lift your hand and say, that devil, you have failed. Your agenda will not work in my life. Two of you are not saying, say, your agenda will not work in my life. I have made up my mind to serve God all the days of my life. Shut your lattice, amen. Sometimes, the devil, you see, will take you playing on the streets. When you see a car coming, he jumps away and then leaves you on the streets. I've seen you. I see this friend of mine that I'm talking about. Who used to come? We all used to be in church and, and used to pray. He came one day, one, just one day. We come to God and said, I won't go again. I won't go again. I said, why? So I'm not interested. I'm not interested. You see, because the desire was, was gone. He was born again, I remember. But it got to a point where he began to like other things. I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. Are you still there? And unfortunately, he fell into a bad company. You know, spoken of cigarettes, it's not written in the Bible. I've seen the Bible, don't smoke cigarettes. I've seen it before. It's not in the Bible, don't smoke smoke cigarettes. It's not in the Bible. But, don't say but. He's smoking a cigarette. Will not send you to hell. It only makes you smell as if you are just coming from hell. What a shock. What a shock. You know, if you take any, does anybody have a packet of cigarettes here? I want to show something. Just as, a, just as an illustration. Please. Who has? Eh? It has been taken away. Look, if you have a packet, I just want to use as an example. Does anybody, can I search anybody? Can I search your pocket? <laughs> Can I say, can I, does anybody have a pocket of cigarettes? If you look at the packet of cigarettes, it is mandatory. Next time you get one, look at it. It is mandatory, it's written on every packet of cigarettes that this smoking is dangerous. And those who, many of those who smoke then die from this smoking this thing. They've written on the box and they're selling it. Yes. And they're written, we are not liable for the effect. Because and they say that many more than half of this, those who smoke this thing die from it. What a shock! Hold your neighbor, should and shake your neighbor and say, "This is the last time you are not going to smoke again." <laughs> hey, shake your puppet, say the last time. <laughs> you know, I'm saying to you, this is my friend. I'm Frank. I'm talking about. He got a company. He started going on drugs and doing other things and all that. It was like joke, like joke. He was the most intelligent boy in the class. Frank. Very intelligent. He would talk the class. Science, mathematics, uh, general, all the subjects he would talk them. I mean, and he came from a good home. And you know, Look, the gentleman at the very back doesn't start. Please, I need your attention. Take the thing out of, out of the ears. Yes, so you can hear me. Yeah, very good. Now, everybody should listen to I'm just about to end. I'm just about to end and pray for you. God asked me to pray for you. Can I have an amen? So the power set will be broken over your life. The Holy Spirit will fill you. Listen, listen, this friend, he will be telling to. I mean, taken away from God and all. The desire to serve God was taken out of his, out of him. 
because he did not have the Holy Spirit. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Yeah. So he stopped. He got into onto drugs and all sorts of drugs. Every drug you can imagine. Young boy, he got into it. I remember sitting him down in some three classrooms when we were talking. I said, Frank, don't turn your back on God. What has God done to you that you are pushing him out of your life like an unwanted stepchild? Tell me what has God done against you that you don't want him in your life again? What does it cost you to serve God to come to church? What does it cost you? How much time? Don't you sit and watch soccer one and a half hours time to two teams playing one after the other three hours. You can watch. But when it comes to serving God, two hours in church is too much. I'm preaching. I said I'm preaching. You can watch movies one after the other. Taking one, taking two, taking three. You can watch Fast and Furious. Have you watched it? I've watched it. Fast and Furious. One to nine. Fast and Furious. What a shock. Prison break. Kato Shataka Batai. Season one to three. You are watching all of it. One after the other. But when it comes to church, you're always looking, when is the man going to finish preaching? I'll not finish now. I'm going to preach until I finish preaching. Say, preach, bishop, preach. Say, preach, bishop, preach. I'm preaching to you. I say, I'm preaching to you. Why don't you dedicate your Sunday for God? Tell yourself that, listen to me, it doesn't matter what happens Saturday. Sunday, I'm going to church. I'm sitting in church. I need the Holy Ghost to drive me and to lead me to the place of blessing. What a word. What a preaching. I'm not talking to anybody here. I said, I'm not talking to anybody here. From today, you know, miss Sunday service. Nothing will take you away from Sunday service. No, nothing will ever make you not come to church. May the Holy Spirit lead you to a good place. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want him. He makes me lie down. May you lie down in green pastures. May you drink my still waters. I see God leading you. I see God leading you. I see God leading you. You will excel. You will do well. You will serve God. You will love God. You will fall in love with God. What a word. What is that? What a word. Say what a preacher. What a word. What a word. Am I talking to you? May God give you good friends in church. Good people who will bring you along. When I met Mayor the other day, Mayor said, this is my friend, this is my friend, this is all my friend. I'm bringing, and they all came. What a blessing. Clap your hands for, 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 for. Those who come with their friends, you'll not be a work alone, brother. You'll not be a work alone, sister. You'll come with your family members. You'll come with your friends. You'll all serve God. You'll be a miracle. One day I went to preach at a place. I'll come back to the story. I want to preach a place. When one boy came forward to give his life to Christ, I didn't know, that his, I didn't know his name was Lucifer. That's the boy's name. So as the boy walked from the back and came in, the whole school went, Lucifer. Lucifer. I said, what is it? I said, that's the boy's name. The, all, the, in the whole world, the only nickname you could have was Lucifer. I said, I cast the devil out of your life. From today, you'll not be called Lucifer again. From that day, he began to serve God. You will serve God from today. You will never turn your back on God. You will never turn your back on God. But this friend, you have this friend of mine I'm talking about, when we came, said, I don't want to serve. I, we sat down. I sat down like this. Here, here am I. Here is he. I said, Frank, why are you turning your back on God? What has God done against you at your age? At your age? You say you don't need God in your life. What do you know in life? What experience do you have in life? That you are rejecting God, the creator of heaven, out of your life. Who do you think you are? I spoke to my best friend. I said, Frank, don't turn your back on God. Let's keep serving God. The tears in my eyes. As I spoke, my friend got up. So leave me alone. I want to have fun. I want to go and have fun. He just um, got up, pulled the chair, and walked out of there on me. 
And as I was going to ask, I said, Frank, I beg, I beg you. I said, Frank, I beg you. Don't turn your back on God. Don't give, don't turn your back. But he wouldn't listen. He walked away. I told you he was the best student in our class. I finished school. I went to another school and moved on to university. I didn't see this, my friend. We all finished school and I went to another school and then we didn't see each other for many years. Until I finished school, I'd gone to law school, I finished my law course and I was working as a lawyer actively. I was going to court one Monday morning when somebody approached me. This person came looking aggressive, looking terrible. Like somebody who hasn't had his bath for maybe one and a half years. He was wearing tactic clothes, looking so terrible. So when I saw this person approaching, I mean, to me, really totally gone mad, I was scared. So I put my hand in my pocket to find some money for this madman, so that the madman will not attack me. So I found money, and I said, take. When I shake my hand, I look into his eye, he also taking it. When I said, take. Hey, you heard it, friend. And give back to me, come on. <laughs> and then I looked at him in the eyes. I said, Frank, that was my best friend. That was the one who used to sit next to me in class. Now, who used to top our class in school? Now, who used to take all the prizes? The intelligent Frank. That was him. I said, Frank. And to my surprise, he recognized me. He said, E.A.T. Saki. So I looked at Frank, he looked at me. I stood there where I was wearing my suit, wearing my babe, ready, holding my gown, ready to walk into the court's premises. And this was my best friend. We ate from the same place. I'm telling you. This was his bed, this was my bed. We sat in the same class. This was his table, this was my table. My best friend. Here he was standing next to me, looking terrible, terrible. Eating sport orange Monday morning. And I said, I said Frank. And he, rec- he himself also recognized me. He said, E.A.T. Saki. So when I looked at him, he looked at me in the eyes. I put my hand in my pocket, took extra money. I said, Take. <laughs> it's my offering, so I said, Can you give it to me? So I gave it to him. And when I turned back, I was going, going to the courtroom. I've locked my car. I'm going, I'm going to the courtroom. When I turned, there used to be big gutters around the court building. And this is my friend. He's also a lawyer, so he knows what I'm talking about. Now, he, he, he had descended into the gutter early Monday morning, 8.30 a.m. Dirty, filthy gutter around there. There's a, there's a, there's a market in Ghana. It's also called Mokola. Mokola market. That's all the filth you can imagine. That's where they are. All the rats, all the wee-wee and poo-poo, everything is in it. The guy was picking things and putting them in his mouth. Frank, my best friend, was picking from the gutter, putting them in his mouth. Like that. Intelligent Frank. He could have been engineer, doctor, anything in the world you can imagine. But look at how the devil has messed up his life. Because have you seen the Holy Spirit? He believed he was born again, but the Holy Spirit didn't, didn't hadn't entered him. So the desire to serve God was not there. From today, you serve God the rest of your life. Kenny, you serve God the rest of your life. Am I talking to anybody here? Nothing will take you away from God. Can I have an amen? Yeah. yeah. Frank was smoking anything. Anything. From rubber to rubbish. Hmm. What a shock. Until he totally, I didn't know that he had gone mad until that day. When I saw him. My friends, I'm saying to you today. Have you received the Holy You see, there are some habits in your life that the, that you can break by the power of the Holy Spirit. How many of you have some habit that you want to stop? 
Give me a wave of your hand. A wave. Just wave. Habits. Habits. Listen to me. You cannot stop on your own. Can I have an amen? You can never stop on your own. You can never stop on your own. Drinking. All sorts of things. Smoking all sorts of things. Doing all sorts of things. You can never stop on your own. You need the Holy Spirit. Have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? Today, may the Holy Spirit enter into you. Let's read this scripture and then we close. And he said, we have not so much as have heard whether there be any Holy Spirit. I don't know. We have not heard anything about the Holy Spirit. We don't know about the Holy Spirit. Rosalind, are you with me? That is what they said. We are believed, but we don't know about the Holy Spirit. We don't know anything about him. Look at verse number three. Verse number three. It said, and he said unto them, unto what were you baptized? And they said, unto the baptism of John. Verse four. And then said Paul, they, John very baptized, baptized of repentance, saying unto people that they should believe on him that should come, that is Christ. Verse number five. And when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Verse six. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them. And they began, they spoke with tongues and prophesied. Can you read, can you all read verse, this verse again? Everybody join me and read, ready to go. And when Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came. May the Holy Spirit come upon you this morning. May he come into your life. May he take control of your life. Hallelujah. And they speak with tongues and prophesied. Shout amen. Shout your loudest amen. Look, look, precious. You need the Holy Spirit in your life. To feel you. Amen. You need him to feel you. Bible said, and they began to speak in tongues. How many of you here speak in tongues? Can I see your hand? You speak in tongues. Beautiful. Every believer has the right to receive the Holy Spirit. Oh, you didn't say amen. amen. Every born again believer has the right. To receive the Holy Spirit, the fullness of the Holy Spirit, to empower you, and when it fills you, you begin to speak, and they begin to speak in tongues and prophesy. Listen to me. It's better to be high in the Holy Spirit than to be high on other things. Tell your neighbor the man is talking to you directly. You, 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 you directly. But the Holy Ghost makes you high. May he feel your life. May he change your life. I feel a transformation coming in your life. You'll be a testimony. I said you'll be a testimony. One day a gentleman came to myself and my and a bishop years ago. He said, Please, Pastor, pray for pray for me. I've been smoking since the age of 13. I'm now 45. And he said, But it is eating me up. And that, I'm, I'm even developing sicknesses. I want to stop. So he had a packet of cigarettes. And my bishop said, can I have a packet of cigarettes? So no, just pray for me. I'll keep the packet. God will deliver you from your enemies, not from your friends. He said, pray for me. I wanted, I, I, I didn't come for you to collect my cigarettes. I came for you to pray for me. So just pray for me. All I'm saying to you is that total surrender will bring total deliverance to you. Shout amen. amen. I'm going to pray for us today. And next Sunday, I'm going to pray for you again. Amen. I'm going to pray until everybody here is still with the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're going to be strong. Amen. I said, I'm going to say, I'm going to be strong. I am going to be strong. Nothing will stop you from serving God. Amen. Nothing will be a hindrance in your life. Amen. Stand to your feet, everybody. Stand to your feet. First of all, look, I access everyone I say stand means stand. The young people in particular, those who are babies, stand. All right. Ha kantosh kabahatosa. Zarando rakabalumoshkibarhatosa. Today is a very special day. 
God is going to break every yoke in your life. God is going to set you free. He's going to fill you with the Holy Spirit. He asked them, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? Since you believed. Today marks the day of a new beginning. I'm going to pray two prayers. First of all, if you're here this morning, the Sunday morning, you say, Bishop, I want to take God seriously. Hmm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Everywhere you are standing, you want to say, today, I don't want to walk away without telling Jesus, telling my life over to Jesus. You want to say, today, I want to be serious with God. I want to be serious with God. Maybe the story of Frank looks so removed from me, remote from you. But you, perhaps, you are the reason for which I'm saying what I'm saying. But if you're standing in church, invited by friends, or you've been coming for some time, but you want to say, Bishop, today, this Sunday morning, the 13th of June, 2021, I want to take God seriously. I want to be born again. If you, wherever you are standing, if you really mean serious with God, you want to take God seriously, lift your right hand and I'll pray for you now. Lift your right hand I shall pray for you. Let your hand go up. Close your eyes and lift your hand. Every one of us here, please, please. It's a very important time. It's a very serious moment. Don't let this moment pass by. What an opportunity I've given you. What a chance I've given you. I beg of you. I beg of you. I beg of you. Don't let today pass by without making a decision for Jesus. If you are here right now, you need Jesus in your life. You want to take God seriously. Lift up your right hand and I shall pray with you now. Father, thank you for these hands. Let it go. I don't look at anybody. You lift your hand up because I need to pray for you now. I need to press so many of you, so many hands. Just keep it up. Keep it up. I'm praying for you now. Now, as your hands are lifted up, I'm going to ask you to say this prayer. Can you lift two hands, your two hands up high and say this prayer with me? The whole church join us. Say, Dear Lord, this Sunday morning, I give my heart to you. I receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. Forgive me of all my sins. I will serve Jesus the rest of my life. Today is my day of salvation. Today I receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. I promise to serve him. Jesus, take my life. Help me to serve you the rest of my days. Today, I know I am born again. Today, I know I am free from the devil. Today, my name is written in heaven. I am born again. I'm a child of God. I will serve Jesus the rest of my life. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for washing away my sins. From now, I'm a child of God. From now, I belong to Jesus. I will serve him the rest of my life. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray for everyone that prayed this prayer. As their hands are lifted, may heaven look at everyone whose hands are lifted. And may their name be written in the book of life. Let today mark a day of a new beginning. And a new walk with you. Help them to serve you. Help them to follow you. Help them to trust in you. The rest of their lives. Dear Lord Jesus. Save them. Make them brand new people. Give them power. 
to walk over serpents and to walk over scorpions in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for hearing our prayer in Jesus' name. Clap your hands for the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Now, I'm going to pray a final prayer next week, Sunday. Now, listen to me. If you're here today, I don't want you to miss next week, Sunday. It's just about 12 o'clock, so I'm going to be ending now. But next week, Sunday, I'm going to place my hand on everybody and pray for you. Can I have an amen? Bible says that, and when Paul had laid hands upon them, upon them, Mm, hallelujah. The Holy Ghost came upon us. Listen to me. There's, um, there's, there's um, some of you have a dark cloud. As you're praying, I saw like dark cloud, dark, dark clouds. But I declare to you, by the laying out of hands, that dark cloud will leave your life. It will not overshadow your life. Your life shall become brighter and brighter. Your day shall become brighter and brighter. You will walk with authority. You walk as an overcomer. Amen. You overcome everything that the enemy has tried to raise against you. Lift your right hand. Lift your two hands with me, everybody. The whole church, lift your two hands up high. Lift your two hands up high. Thank you, Father. As your hands are lifted, I'm going to lead you in prayer very briefly. And you're going to say this prayer after me. And after, I, after this prayer, you're going to begin to pray in tongues. They're going to begin to pray. So that's what a few minutes next week I'm going to pray for. But lift your two hands up high. Say, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Right now. Right now. I receive your power. I receive your power. Into my life. Into my life. Holy, Spirit, Holy Spirit. From this moment. From this moment. I receive your power. I receive your power. Into my life. Say, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. I welcome you. I welcome you. Into my life. From today, may the Spirit seal me. From today, may the Spirit seal me. Now, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for filling me right now. In Jesus' name. Now begin to pray. Everybody begin to pray now. Lift your voice and pray. For just three minutes, lift your voice and pray Final instruction. Now, this is a very serious moment. We are not joking at all. The past, I say in the presence of God here, I said that that cloud will not settle on you. That that cloud will not settle on you. Now, lift your two hands up high. I shall lead you in prayer. After we say amen, you just begin to pray in a new tongue. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for saving me a sinner. Thank you for writing my name in the book of life. Right now, Holy Spirit, I welcome you into my life. See me right now in the name of Jesus. Begin to pray that you tongue. Come on, lift your voice. Rabba Baba Bandera Baba 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 Ba
Ziba baba baba ratatu Ziba ro raliba karamiribo baba baba Ziba baba no rebebebe karamiribo baba derebo no no Ziba thank you for a new beginning. A new beginning. You said that those that believe you out of their belly shall flow. Rivers. 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 Let the river flow. The river that has begun to flow. Let it flow. Let it become a big river. Let it touch many lives. I bless everyone here. I bless you. I bless you. May you walk with the blessing of God. May you walk in the favor of God. May you walk out of this church with the hand of God resting upon you. Where others have failed, you will not fail. May God hold your hand. May God direct your steps. May God put a new desire in you. Desire to serve Him. Desire to follow Him. Desire to trust in Him. Desire to believe in Him the rest of your life. I bless you. I bless you. I bless you. I bless you. I cancel every curse. I cancel every curse. No curse will work in your life. May the spirit of excellence come upon you. The spirit of karma come upon you. May you jump higher. May you go higher. May you smile. May the glory of God be seen in your life. May the blessing of God be your portion. I bless you this morning. In Jesus' name. Everybody shouted your loudest amen. Yeah. Give the Lord a clap and a shout. Yeah. Hallelujah. Listen. Listen. I feel the presence of the Lord in this place, I tell you. Just sit down for a minute. I feel the presence of the Lord in this place. Tomorrow, I'm, I'm sorry, I said... Um, Next week, Sunday, I'm going to, that is God's direction. That we should place our hands on everybody and pray for you. I'm telling you, every destiny that is not yours will be destroyed. Amen. Amen. Matthew, amen. Where's Matthew? Yeah, that's right. Emmanuel, are you there? Daniel, beautiful. Joshua, beautiful. Listen to me. There's a program the enemy has planned. But by your God, you jump over every, tra- every trap. You will not fall into any trap in Jesus' name. Say, I will not fall into any trap. Yeah. You see, there's an agenda, a program. But God is going to help you. You jump over every trap. You run through every troop. And God's glory shall be seen in your life. Shout amen. amen. How many of you have fasted before? How many of you have never fasted before? You have never fasted before. Next week, Friday, everybody should fast. Mayor, can you attempt it? You will not eat. Mayor, stand up, my friend. You will not eat from morning till 6 p.m. Can you try it? You've done it before. A number of times. So you do it, isn't it? And pray. Say, Lord, Film the Holy Spirit. Next Sunday, when you come, David, stand up, stand up, stand up. Can you do it? You will do it. Next Friday, coming Friday, from morning till 6 p.m., don't eat anything. Just pray. Say, God, I need the Holy Spirit. And everybody in church, you know I'm coming to you, isn't it? Stand up, stand up. Will you do it? I'll come to your hostel. I'll come and visit you and pray for you there. But next week, coming Friday, coming Friday, no eating. 
morning till 6 p.m. Pray. Ma, will you do it? I'm sure you will. Amen. My friends, James, will you do it? Pardon? You want to sit? Don't sit yet. <laughs> Amen. Oh, oh, sit, 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 my good friends. All of us in the church, Lincoln, stand up. Will you do it? You don't know whether you'll do it. Huh? You don't think you can. That, that, you see, that's a very, come, that's a, come, come, come. That's a very honest person. He said, I don't think I can. That's why God will give you power to be able to do it. So every day in your life you eat. Normal. But you say what? I say it's normal. It's normal. So you know, you're not sure whether you can survive. So you will try and fast. Yeah, I can fast till 12 p.m. But six is too much. <laughs> At least he's been honest. Clap for clap for my friend Lincoln. He's, he's been honest. He can do it up to twelve, but six is too much. But I'll pray for you. God will help you. You will be surprised. You will surprise yourself. Okay, Father, I pray for Lincoln. Give him the grace to be able to fast from morning to six. Help him. Let the Holy Spirit help him. And everybody else, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You'll be able to do it. Okay. So do that and let's come on Sunday. Listen, this fasting, eh, we are praying for the Holy Spirit. Can I have an amen? amen? And we are praying that, you see, that is what is going to give you power to overcome. Look, listen, none of you will be walked, nobody will tre- tread uh, 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 upon you. You will rather tread upon serpents and scorpions. Shout amen. You'll not be an underdog. You'll not be an underdog. God will make you an overcomer. In your business, in your finances, in your marriage, in your school, God will help you. Shout amen. So fast and pray. And then pray for the Holy Spirit. When you come on Sunday, we shall pray for you. It's going to be a special prayer service. Say amen. It's going to be a what? A prayer service. Special prayer service. That is Sunday. And everybody should come. And we are going to see God's power in our lives. Clap your hands for the Lord. Are you blessed? Are you excited? Yeah. Does anybody feel like Lincoln? Who wonders? Can I do it? Can I do it? You'll be able to do it. Let's give our offering in close. First of all, our tithes. If you, I wish I had a for tight cards. But 